You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 82. Today, we're going to talk about integrating and recalibrating your next level. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and do it with me today. If I sound a little bit echoey today, I'm sorry. I am in one of the brand new rooms that my husband and I built as an extension to our home. So it's this big empty room. Um, So it's a little bit echoey, Um, but it's the one place that was quiet on a Saturday morning in our busy home. So I'm here. We're, We're doing it. Um, anyhow, I'm super excited for this week's episode. This has been something that I have been thinking about a while, marinating, allowing it to just grow and blossom in my brain, integrating it before I brought it to you guys today. So I have a question for you. Are you guilty of reading all the books, watching all the webinars and listening to all the podcasts, but you still kind of feel stuck with where you're at in your personal development journey? no judgment. Okay. Like do not judge yourself if this is a yes, because you're in good company because this was me too. At one point I remember never being able to sit in silence because I felt like I always had to be learning. So there was a podcast that was constantly going on in my ear or I'd be reading three books at once, or I was just like hungry for personal development. So I would just like learn, 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 learn. What I didn't know back then was how important integration was. I would learn all these things, but I never took the time to slow down and integrate. So then I was like, God, I'm doing all this personal development work. Like, why don't I feel better? Like, why don't I feel like I'm growing? So that's what I'm going to walk you through today. So today you're going to learn the difference between integration and consumption, the energetics of the healthy and unhealthy masculine and how it shows up here why slowing down is a necessity for recalibration, and then four ways to bring integration into your life. So let's get into it. Let's start with the the definition of integrate. So the definition of integrate is to combine one thing with another so that they become whole. I say that one more time, combine one thing with another so that they become whole. So if you learn something new or you just finished a coaching program or you read this amazing book, that is actually not a part of you until you integrate. It is just something that you learned, something that you consumed. So what is consumption? Consumption is when we consume and then regurgitate. So maybe you regurgitate it to someone else or before you like truly embody the lessons, or maybe you just consume and then consume the next thing and then consume the next thing. My analogy is that it's kind of like fast fashion, right? There's no real substance to it. There's no embodiment of it. You're not learning the life lessons and truly like, like having it be a part of you. It's just something that, you know, it sounds like everyone else let's be honest, how many of those inspirational quotes have we read under people's photos? (laughs) It's all the same stuff, right? That is consumption. There's no embodiment or integration of that quote that they're um, sharing. You could just feel like there's no depth to it at all. And I see this in a lot of people who want to be successful right now. And they really fail to understand that success isn't how much you achieve. It's who you're being in any given moment. 
So these, these people, they have it wrong. These coaches, these leaders, they're constantly consuming and then just regurgitating uh, the webinar they watched last week or Napoleon Hill's book that they read a month ago. They're regurgitating learning lessons, insights, key points without actually having lived through it. And you can feel it. It feels like there's no substance to it versus integration Integration is when we take the time to embody learning lessons. So integration is like, I learned something last year. I took the last year to integrate it. And now I'm, which is real, this is meta, but it's meta of me to talk about this because integration is something that I have been integrating for the last year and a half. Um, But that's what it means. It means to actually integrate something, bring it into your system, combining it with who you are. It is a part of you. It is a piece of you. You could talk about it for hours and hours and hours based on your own experience. It's not something that you just read about in a book, or it's not something you just learned about yourself yesterday. So when we integrate, we take the time to embody learning lessons. I talked about this uh, um, last year or the year before um, when I talked about the, the two words that are going to kill your growth, which is the words I know. And this was me for the longest time, right? I consumed all the knowledge about like how to grow a business, but I wasn't actually embodying the knowledge that I consumed and integrating it and taking it into action. So when I wasn't successful, like when I didn't have a business and I would ask someone else like, Hey, what advice do you have for me? They would say all this stuff. And I'd be like, Oh, I know all that. I know, I know, but I was not embodying it. I was not integrating it. I was not taking action on it. So that is what integrating is, is embodying the learning lessons, embodying the new knowledge that you've consumed so that it becomes a part of you. Integration is also slowing down after a deep experience, after any experience. Integration can come in all forms, and I'll get into that later, but um, slowing down every single month to integrate, slowing down um, after a coaching program that you just took, slowing down after a book you read and really, truly processing what it is that came out of that book, right? It's like, it's less consuming, less overall volume and a lot more quality. It's like more potent in what you're um, bringing into your life. When we you know, finish a coaching program or, or learn a new insight about ourselves, I like to think of it as um, a new exposed version of ourself. You know how I've said so many times, it's like you turn on the light and, and you can't turn off the light because it's like you you see all this stuff now. That's the new exposed version of yourself. So when we integrate, it's becoming whole with that new exposed version. So it's no longer like, oh, it's that part of me, right? We don't we don't see it as two different parts that are in conflict with each other. We see it as we are a whole. So going back to my fashion analogy, integration is like vintage fashion. When we've integrated learning lessons or when we do the act of integrating, uh, it's like vintage fashion in the sense that like it doesn't go out of style. The learning lessons that you embody, like they're not just going to um, not be applicable after a year. Every single year, they become more and more and more applicable because you've embodied it more and more and more, like you've integrated it more and more and more. There's so much depth to it. It's made out of really good material and it withholds time. There's this, my um, 
former life coach, Kara, uh, champagne diet, she sells vintage clothing and I'm like in jewelry and I'm always in awe. I'm like, Oh my God, that bracelet's like 50 years old, but it looks amazing. So I see leaders who integrate, I see this in them when they're here for the long game, especially in my clients, I can tell right away, they're not interested and being a one-hit wonder, they understand that success is the experience of their journey and their life, not where they land in life, right? It's about who we're being in any given moment of the day. It's about experiencing and um, being present with all that we're going through versus trying to get to some endpoint destination. Like that is not what success is. Success is not where I land in life. Success is not how much I achieve or where I get to because there is not better than here. This was, like I said, something that was really hard for me to grasp at first. And like my therapist brought it up to me back in like 2019, I think like two years ago, um, where she was like, uh, she was like, why are you so obsessed with like being successful now? And I was like, well, like if I'm successful now, it means that I'm safe. It means that I can afford the things that I want to afford. It means that like my baby is never going to starve. Um, it means that I'm going to be able to save up for her college so that she doesn't have to live the life that I lived and in, in, like working three jobs and trying to make ends meet and just constantly being in fear and survival mode. So that was the energy that I was like working out of. And that's why I needed to be successful now. And she was trying to show me a different perspective of like, your best isn't going to be for another decade. She was like, who you're, who you are right now is amazing, but think about who you're going to be in 10 years. And at the time, I think I was like 27 and 28. And I was like, yeah, that is true. I wonder who I'm going to be at 38. I wonder who I'm going to be at 48. Like there's just so much more of life for me to experience and to integrate. And so that was the first sort of like unlayering and unlearning of, I don't have to consume so much content. I can take it easy. Uh, I don't have to be successful right now. However, it took me like two years to like really fully be able to integrate that. So let's talk about the energetics behind it, the energetics behind integration and consumption. And again, if you are someone who's been consuming, if you're in the pattern of consuming, meet yourself with compassion here. There is no judgment. There is no right. There is no wrong. There's no bad. Okay. Like I did this for years. I did this for five plus years. I just consumed, consumed, consumed. And it's, it's just, you don't know what you don't know. So now let's talk about the energy behind each. So there is the masculine energy and there's feminine energy, like we all know. Okay. And now within each of those energies, there is the shadow and then there is the divine. You can also call it the healthy and the unhealthy, the wounded and the um, wonder. So integration is healthy masculine energy. It is the divine masculine. And when we are expressing ourselves through divine masculine energy, we are able to be deeply present and create a safe environment for ourselves. So that's how healthy masculine expresses itself. It is deeply present and it is creating a safe environment, a safe structure, a safe space. It is that it's kind of like, 
I feel like that's a good enough analogy. I think that like gives you a really good visual, right? Consumption is unhealthy masculine energy. So when we are just consuming, 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 we're operating from wounded masculine energy. So wounded masculine energy expresses itself as being very competitive and always wants to win. And uh, it is, or he, or it, however it lands with you is focused on goals and attached to success. So integration is when we are operating from healthy masculine energy energy, and consumption is when we are operating from unhealthy masculine energy. So again, just becoming aware. And if you have no idea what feminine and masculine energy is, I have recorded several podcasts on it. So if you just scroll back through our, our podcast episodes, you'll find it. And I'm just going to plug a little seed here for you, plant a little seed, keep your eye out next month because I'm going to be doing a um, five-day goddess initiation challenge with my friend Lucas Root. And we're going to be going all into healthy and unhealthy feminine and masculine energy. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. So that is the energetics behind integration and consumption. And just a, just a really brief snippet of what healthy and unhealthy masculine energy is. So I want you to think of it like this. You found a new fear, you found a new insight about yourself and you're like, wow. Okay. So then you integrate. So you take the learning lessons and you start to embody them. You start to take action on them. So it's not enough to just become aware of a pattern. We have to take imperfect and aligned action around it, right? Um, so this is like the, the I know part. When people say, I know, I know, I know all the time, they don't really know. If they knew, they wouldn't say, I know. They'd be doing it. They would be embodying it. So when we integrate, we embody the learning lessons. So say you just found out that you have a fear of being seen. And it's like, well, it's like, I have a deep fear of being misunderstood and I crave to be accepted. So it's hard for me to put myself out there on social media. Okay. You just came up with that insight. How can I now integrate this new level of awareness for myself? we take action. Okay. Let me do, let me take one small step outside of my comfort zone of posting something that I normally would be scared to post and holding space for myself, creating a safe environment, being present to my feelings so that I can take this action. After we integrate and we start to take action on our new learning lessons and we start to embody the learning lessons, we want to then calibrate or recalibrate. So there is a very tender moment after integration that I call recalibration and recalibration is the process in which our nervous system registers this new level as safe. Okay. Hear me out. The reason why you feel stuck with where you're at is because this new level of awareness still doesn't feel safe for you. Even though you've like done the program and some days you feel amazing, there's still that part of you, right? There's still that piece of you that's like, um, is that really me? Um, like, am I really that confident? Can I really do this? So after we need to integrate and then recalibrate this new next level version of ourselves so that we can start to operate from her all the time, right? Recalibrate so that that new version of ourselves becomes us, becomes whole. So integration and recalibration go hand in hand. You cannot recalibrate without integration. 
and you cannot integrate without recalibration. You get it? Is that making sense? So in order to do this, we need to slow down. We need to slow down. Integration requires us to slow down. How can you be deeply present with yourself and create a safe environment for yourself if you're constantly go, go, go? You can't, right? And so this is when we need the divine feminine, our healthy feminine energy of slowing down, of nurturing ourselves along with the healthy masculine. So I want you to remember there is no like It's not you're either in your feminine or you're in your masculine. No, these two energies correlate and work together. So we need to also have divine, healthy, feminine energy to help us slow down while also having our healthy, masculine energy create that safe space for us so that we can be deeply present. When we do that, we are able to recalibrate this next level and we are able to feel safe at this next level. And this takes time. Like I don't even, I can't even give you a timeline because it just truly depends on you, what this new thing you've you've integrated is like and how deep it runs into your system. If you don't do this, listen to me, if you don't do this, you are just going to be constantly fighting your subconscious. It's kind of like when my clients come to me and they're like, consciously, I know no one is going to judge me when I make that post, but subconsciously, I'm just so scared. So I don't post it, right? Like that is that negative belief cycle that's just going to keep reinforcing itself because you are not taking the time to integrate and recalibrate this next level. So I want to give you an example. Um, 2019, I that was like my awakening of, holy crap, like I am not in touch with my healthy feminine energy at all. I'm operating not only from healthy masculine, but mostly from the unhealthy masculine, the wounded masculine. And so 2019 was like an awakening for me. And I've learned this new thing, right? The later half of 2019 is when I started to integrate. It was after this retreat I went to in September that I've talked about with you guys like tons. So after I went to this retreat and it became very aware, that was in September, I committed to my healing. I started to take action on on, um, developing a stronger connection to my intuition and to source so I could trust myself as well as starting to operate from a healthy uh, feminine and really leaning into what does this look like? What does this feel like? Which we'll do a whole episode on as well. Um, And so I integrated that for a couple months. And then it was like in 2020, probably actually around this time, March after COVID hit, um, the uh, recalibration process started. Yeah, because I started to take action from my healthy feminine and healthy masculine rather than simply only operating from my um, wounded masculine energy of like scarcity and hustle. So then the recalibration period was from June to like January of this year. So like, I don't know how many months that is, seven or eight months. What happened, I guess it was more around July kind of between like March, April, May, and June, after I had, um, filled the first, um, filled the highest self mastermind and we launched that and I was serving my clients after that, I was like, I don't know what to do next. 
And like my old pattern of the wounded masculine would have been like, okay, what's the next program you're going to do? What's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But the new integration that I have done where I was like, I don't need to operate from that wounded energy anymore. What does my divine feminine, my divine feminine just wanted to be. She just wanted to nurture the clients that she had. I had my mastermind. I had the evolve collective. And I was like, I, and I had time. I just had so much more time. And I was like, I want to be with my dogs. I want to be with my husband. And so that was when the recalibration started because I decided to slow down. And let me tell you, it felt so unsafe. Like it did not feel safe to only be working like 25 hours a week. It did not feel safe to have all this white open space on my calendar and not fill it. It did not feel safe to be doing things that made me more money. But I knew that I needed to recalibrate myself to this level. And so as uncomfortable as it was to slow down, I did it because that is what I needed to make this my new reality so that my subconscious and conscious mind could become whole and together. And I could stop fighting with myself because I used to fight with myself every time I'd have a day off. I'd like feel so much guilt or I'd be like, oh, I really should be doing more. Or I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be working. I should create content, right? And so I remember having a conversation with my coach in August about this when I went to Sedona where I was like, yeah, this is weird. Like, I don't know what I want to do next and I'm totally okay with it. Like, I'm just okay with where I'm at and I don't feel like I'm settling. I don't feel like I'm, um, yeah, I just, it just feels good. And she was like, you're recalibrating. And that's when it hit me. And I was like, yes, you're absolutely right. I am recalibrating this, the integration that I've done and I am making this my new reality. I am allowing myself to feel safe. Now, here's the thing is that so many of you are so obsessed with reaching the next level or like doing the next thing or like attaining that next level of success that you won't allow yourself to slow down. Like, and, and, and I'm saying this to me, like hindsight, if I had done this in 2019, hell no, I would not have slowed down. <laughs> I had so much resistance to slowing down. I was like, no, I don't have time for that. Like I have goals to reach. <laughs> but the reality is we have so much time. And well, I mean, like we have so much time and we don't have so much time, right? Like tomorrow is not promised to any of us. But how do you want to live your last day on earth if tomorrow was not promised to you? Like, would you be doing the hustling and the pressure of, of being more and achieving more? Or would you be grateful for where you're at and who you're with and what you have? I bet it's the latter, right? So slowing down is a necessity for recalibration. And until you slow down to recalibrate, you're just constantly going to be on this negative cycle of constantly trying to be better. And who you are is never going to be enough. So how can we bring integration into your life today? Here are four ways. One, I want you to dedicate one week out of the month as a reflection process. We do this inside Evolve. At the, the last week of every month is our integration week. This is the week where the journal prompts are reflecting on what our energy of the month was, how we leaned into our intention this month, what we learned about ourselves this month, and um, a couple other things. Because if we do not take time to reflect on where what we just did and who we're being, then we're going to just be operating from the same automatic 
like autopilot subconscious pattern that you're, that you're living your life on. And that's not what we're about. We want to be a conscious feminine, like divine feminine leaders and conscious divine feminine leaders take time to reflect. We take time to see where our energy is at. We're not just like going with, you know, the pace of the world. We, we lead ourselves. We set our own pace. Number two is schedule off time in your schedule after experiences. So um, I told two of my new private clients to do this. They like just finished coaching programs. And I was like, I'm not going to start working with you until at least a month after. Because I was like, you need to take the time to integrate your experience and what you learned and start putting it into your life and your, and your business before you come work with me, because then you're just going to be bringing all that old energy into our new container. And I don't want that. So, um, I had them like, I was like, well, one of them and starting in June and one of them and starting in like April or May, I forget, but I was like, I need you to take time. I think I had them take like one or two months. And, um, I know some of you are probably thinking like, what? Like, that's crazy. No, what's crazy is taking clients right away after they've exited another container because your ego is saying that you are the best and you are, you, you can guide them. Like we're not here to please our egos. We're here to lead our businesses from our highest selves and to um, facilitate transformation for a client. And I know that the deepest transformation comes after integration and recalibration. They need to integrate everything they learn so they can come to me as that next best version of themselves, not the version of themselves. that's just running through program after program. Number three, to take action on the books or podcasts you read and then whittling down the volume with which you listen to. So when you are reading, highlight, take notes, join book club discussions. So in Evolve, we have a monthly book club and we have reflection questions every single month to reflect on like what it is that you're learning. And also like it's not required of you to read. So if you read like one book every three months, but you really integrated that book, like that's what it's about. Um, in regards to podcasts, I highly recommend whittling down like the volume that you listen to. So if you're listening to like five shows, like whittle it down to like one or two that you love and really invest your time into taking action on the things that they're talking about. I know not everyone's podcast is like mine where it's like very action oriented. And I give you like really tangible steps and tips. And some of the podcasts are just like very inspirational or like listening to interviews and stuff like that. So use your own discernment here of like how much is too much. If you're like, well, how do I know if I'm listening to too much? You'll know if you're asking me that it's probably too much. Number four, which is my favorite, is journaling. Yes, journaling is a beautiful way to bring integration into your life today. Um, you can use a Your Highest Self journal flow, or you can simply just do a free flow where you put your pen to paper, set a timer for like three to five minutes, and just let yourself write. Words will just pour out of you ideas, insights, feelings that you didn't realize that you were feeling. Journaling is a beautiful way to actually get in touch with your subconscious mind. So if you are curious about what the highest self journal flow is, go and head over to my Instagram and go to my highlights. I have it saved there. And I feel like I need to make a, um, a new freebie. I have the self-love journal prompts that you can get on my website, but I'm going to be updating that soon. So you can also head there to get the journal flow in 30 days of self-love journal prompts that are very, very, very good. So that's it from me today. I hope that this episode was helpful 
helpful. I can't wait to hear how you're going to be integrating your life, like the lessons that you've learned into your life this week, this month, this year. I can't wait to hear about your journey of recalibration. Um, I'm like so grateful for the time off that I took last year in recalibrating as uncomfortable as it was. And that's next week's episode on how to slow down. And I'll be sharing more of my story there of the deep discomfort that I felt in slowing down and how I practically like practical steps on how to slow down and how I really got through that. But I'm so grateful. Hindsight. I am so, so grateful. I did that because this year my energy is completely different because I am now operating from that next level version of myself. I am no longer the same person I was last year because I've integrated it. And every single thing that I learned in the last like three years is now a part of my system. It is whole. It's not like, one part of me feels like this, but one part of me feels like that's not like that at all. It is a whole. So it takes time and give yourself that time. You are worth it. Your highest self is not going to happen in a month. Give yourself time. This is why my mastermind container is 10 months long. And this is why my private coaching containers is minimum six months. Because I do not expect you to get the level, like the depth of the transformation that I know is possible for you in two months or three months. I just, I know you're going to get somewhere, but I really value integrity and creating a container for you to drop into that depth so that you can recalibrate so that this is not just another program that you're doing. So that's it for me. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.